you kind of have to get to a point where you accept that you're not going to have the relationship you want with someone, especially a parent. And as hard as you want to fight for that relationship or that connection that you were supposed to have when you were younger, sometimes you just got to let it go, you know? Hello, Gladys here. And welcome to the Knuckleball Podcast, where each episode I'll sit down with a stranger or a friend and we'll get to know each other. No scripts, no nothing. Just two people having a free-flowing conversation with no agenda. Yeah, I I feel like we don't really do that enough. And and um it's it's nice, you know, to put your phone away and just be there with someone. This podcast is cozy, it's light, and not gonna lie, sometimes it does get heavy and it can get introspective but most importantly it's human and you know i think one of my friends once told me that it's almost as if it feels like having two friends in your ears and i think that is a really neat way to describe this podcast so there you go Thank you for giving this podcast a chance. I really hope that it brings a little bit of joy to your day and and makes your day a little bit better. If it does, please leave a nice rating and review. It'll really help the show. And I would love to hear from you. So please send me a DM uh, on Instagram at knuckleballpodcast or send me an email at theknuckleballpodcast at gmail.com. The knuckleball podcast (laughs) all right that's it on to the episode bye-bye How's it going? Um, not too bad. I don't know if you can hear. We'll make it a little bit more, you know. I'm going to put the video on. I don't know how to do that. I know. it's it's. A, are you on your computer? Yes. Oh, there it is. I think I figured it out. Oh, wait. Maybe you did. Have you ever used oh, it before? Yay. What's up? <laughs> I'm Tatiana. Tatiana? Yes. Nice to meet you. I'm Gladys. Okay. I was going to say, I think your name's Gladys. Yes. <laughs> Are you always this spontaneous? Um, yeah, when I'm not sad. <laughs> Are you sad a lot? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just... Honestly, okay, so just for some context, Tatiana, we literally just spoke for like one second. Because <laughs> I, I posted something on Reddit. So I was initially supposed to do this with somebody else, but then for whatever reason, they didn't show up. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm still gonna, you know... Someone. go on right yeah exactly and honestly i feel like the most spontaneous conversations are the best anyway um yep. but uh but thank you for i don't know I, I i feel like people are usually really scared to do these types of things oh um, i am <laughs> for good reason for good reason are you nervous <laughs> a little bit yeah well because i was worried i was like i'm gonna leave my camera off i'm gonna change my name up here because like what if it's some 50 year old man who wants to jack off in front of me oh my god i, I had the that. exact same thought about you yeah. <laughs> no that's fair that's fair i can't blame you but was that a cat that just ran behind yes, you like oh. to see her actually just recently made a blanket of her 
a blanket. Oh my god! Hi. Here, What's your name? Coconut. Coke. Oh my god. Wait, you made was, that? No, it was free. Um. So that have you heard of free uh free prints? I think I have actually. I might have like passed by an Instagram ad or something. Definitely do it. You get all of your prints for free, and then if you want to, and you pay shipping only. And then they also have like free gifts and each month you get a free gift. So I got that blanket. <laughs> is it, is it good quality? Yeah. It's a lot smaller than I was expecting, yeah. but super small. It's her blanket now. That's so cute. Cover all of like just my legs. Oh my God. Does it get cold where you are? Oh, it's freezing. I'm in California though. So like my freezing is probably like warm for everyone else. I'm in the East Coast, yeah, so yeah. You know, comparatively, um, mm-hmm. you guys are summer all the way. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm like, oh my god, I can't handle it. I know. But, I uh, mean, that's why you're in a sweater. I'm in a yeah. I'm in a shirt, even though I don't I don't have the AC on or anything. But uh, well, and it's it's still around the time that it's cold out there too, huh? Yeah, yeah. I I went for a run this morning. Uh, it was really nice out actually, but um, definitely was a bit cold. Mm-hmm. And on my way back home, I saw this like most adorable puppy just chasing a squirrel. <laughs> um, and then like a minute later, I went into like a mall and mm-hmm. there was this woman who was just screaming her head off on the phone. And I and I always wonder, I was like, within the span of a minute, like these two completely different energies were like, I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm at my capacity today. I think I'm ready to go home. That's yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. Wait, what do you mean by by go home? Oh, like after dealing with people, I just want to go home and watch TV and cuddle my cat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I totally get. Do you deal with people a lot? Um, kind of. I I'm a machine operator at a plant, and so I have like my coworkers that you know work there also. But we have like earplugs. You know what I mean. Cause it's loud in there. So I don't have to deal with people like that much. Yeah, it's yeah. way better compared to like customer service jobs. And I used oh to be, God. yeah, I used to be a bartender and a barista. And then I was still a barista come COVID. And I just got to the point where I was like, I cannot do this. Like I cannot handle people being awful. And then while COVID was happening, I was like, listen, we all don't want this to be happening, but don't take it out on me, you know? So I had to quit and luckily I got this job. Um, well, actually I had gotten another job and then moved up. So yeah, now I don't have to deal with people as much, mostly just shitty machines that need to be upgraded. That's such a 180 though. It's like, from I mean, the hospitality industry yeah. has to be so bad. I mean, not hospital, but you know, service industry has to be so bad that it makes you just lock yourself <laughs> away in a room full yeah. of machines. It was mentally exhausting. I couldn't handle it. Like I had someone call us a bitch for not getting their pink or their pink drink out quick enough. Is it Starbucks? Like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It was bad. I feel like Starbucks get like the worst, but funniest customers yeah. ever. Well, like we're, pro- we're pretty much like an assembly line. Like what matters the most is the numbers and the time of the drive through. So it's like, yeah, we, we see all sorts of people. I used to be um, one of those like cold callers for an insurance company, which, by the way, is super 
highly illegal now that I'm thinking about it <laughs> because I was literally I was like just out of high school or, or junior college. So I'm from Singapore, by the way. So I think our education system is a little bit um, different. But I think I was like 16, 17. And the, the it was just this one guy who literally gave me a script and was like, just read this script and get as many yeses as you can on uh, you know co- by cold calling and like there was one time i called around like 7 p.m and there was this mom who just screamed at me while for good reason her baby she was breastfeeding her baby and i think i just call that like the worst time ever um and yeah she, it was not great and anyway i got fired like <laughs> you got i got fired? fired three days after she yelled at you or what I was just not good at sell- like that's yeah. one thing I realized I suck at selling things that I don't believe in. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you feel the same way, but it's like it's so hard to like act genuine when yeah. you don't believe in something. So anyway, I got a hundred bucks, <laughs> <laughs> which well, is not bad for like three hours of work. I mean, hey, no, that's not bad at all. I um, oh, I have a really bad memory. What was I gonna say? sorry no no it's not you. literally I will say something and then two seconds after I'll be like what did I just say oh yeah I that's have the worst yeah it's the worst I'm like please don't have early onset dementia please but um yeah um insurance my aunt used to work for insurance and from what I understood she didn't really care for it either yeah. um and know. the worst is everything's recorded so it's like uh, they yeah. can play it back and like hear how bad you sound <laughs> I couldn't do that because the minute someone gives me attitude, I'm like, mm, excuse me. I yeah. know. Oh my. Are, are you are you someone who's like really sensitive to people's yeah. energies around you? Because I am. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is like that what? Someone, yeah. No. Uh, go, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I feel like when someone's mad at me, I'm like, okay, what can I do? Let me ask them and see if I can fix it because I don't want people mad at me. You know what I mean? Especially in the workplace, like where we spend like most of our fucking time. You know, am I not supposed to close? No, all good. Oh. Go for it. You can say <laughs> fuck. You can say <laughs> all of it. It's funny. I mean, the thing with cu- cursing is like, I'm totally fine doing that with strangers or friends, but like <laughs> my brother is literally in the next room and I, I never curse at him. Mm. Or family, now that I'm thinking about it. But, you know, it's like you have two different personalities and and they just come out, you know. Yep. What can I say? (laughs) I'm Puerto Rican and Mexican. And my, well, mostly my Puerto Rican side, they don't hide anything. Like, you're seeing all sides of them. I love it. Yeah. So different from, uh, you know, from where I come from. Uh, Asian culture is complete opposite. Everything is about don't air your dirty laundry. Like, don't, you know. Yeah, no, that's the way to live. I'm telling you that much it causes a lot less drama. You think so? I, <laughs> I feel I feel a little bit jealous, though, like not. You know, I wish I was more um, outspoken, like a- which was why it was semi. I was like, oh, you know, when I saw that lady in the mall, like screaming, I was like, I, I wish that I could have that kind of outburst in public without having to like pretend like it's okay and like shaking after that's me <laughs> yeah that, that's have you ever had like an outburst in public before yeah I've like argued with people in like public before it's not fun because 
I always feel stupid at the end and I'm like shaky because I'm so angry. And then I cry because I'm angry. I know. <laughs> I it it's a whole cycle. It truly is. Oh my God. Have you, I feel like I, I was a lot angrier when I was younger though. I mean, not that I'm old, I'm like 26, but definitely toned down a lot. And I don't, I don't know if you're the opposite or you're the same. Um, that's hard to say. I've always kind of had attitudes. So <laughs> that's just, I think that just comes with me. Um, but I feel like you got a little, like a little sass in you, but also at the same time, very nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. I try to keep it, you know, balanced, but, um, I don't know. I think I would say, I think I've toned down in different areas and probably like heightened in others. Ones that I see that are more beneficial to me than, you know, the other ones. But, you know, yeah, but I'm still working. I'm like constantly growing. I, I, I'm, I think that people should be growing until they die. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like stagnation is my biggest fear right mm-hmm. next to getting dementia. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I'm terrified. God. Well, <laughs> why though? Like, I don't know. Have, have you ever um, volunteered in a nursing home or, you know? worked four years as an activities assistant at a retirement home in the highest level of care. So all of the um, patients were wheelchair bound. Oh, wow. That sounds like a lot. I got to do the fun part. I just hosted parties for them. We watched (laughs) games. We played bingo. Like I had the best part because I was able to connect with these residents and not have to do like the hard stuff. You know what I mean? I got to just become their friend and become like you know, a grandchild. And I loved them. I would have stayed there longer had the hours been better and the pay was better. Um, but ultimately it was something that I had to part with. Yeah. Um, but even they were growing and that was, that's always been my thing. It's like, if this 99 year old or 105 year old can keep on growing, there's no excuse for you to be in your thirties or whatever. And to say, Oh, that's just who I am. You know, looking back in your experience, like I I can't imagine like what did you get to talk to them about their lives like yeah what 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 were some lessons um there was well I guess it wasn't kind of a lesson but um we had a Pearl Harbor survivor who his brother was lost at sea and they were able to find him and yeah he was he lived a crazy life he lived until like 99 um I did though accidentally walk in on him Oh no, <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> but the thing is, I feel like after a certain age, you're just like, I mean, not for us because, you know, still got a ways to go, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. them, it's just like, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it kind of reminded me. So the other day I was walking down the street and there was this like homeless woman It was really sad. Um, She was just like urinating on the side of a street like just full-on Niagara falling all over the pavement squatting at least say that one more time I said squatting at least squatting exactly yeah no for (laughs) sure she's she I mean you know she's a woman so I feel like it's more convenient to squat yeah that's true no truly but I will say this go to San Francisco and every block smells like piss Mm. I imagine that you're kind of used to it at this point boy yeah yeah, New New York too, but I feel like only in the summers, which is what you guys go through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah, oh. no, it's pretty bad out there. 
I yeah. used to see a lot of Giants games out there. And I just remember from where we parked, walking down to the stadium. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. And it, it sucks though, too, because no places want to leave their bathroom open because, you know, some of the people who ruin it for others like to do drugs or break shit or poop and put it all over the walls. People so really find the weirdest places to poop. <laughs> Honestly, and to put them in other places too. I'll never understand it. And it sucks for these homeless people because it's like, what if they're truly just coming in to pee? Now they can't because a bunch of other losers ruined it for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you guys have one of those like public toilet apps? Because I'm pretty sure we have one here in the city, but I, I don't really use it. I'm pretty sure like in the bigger areas for sure, but I live in a smaller town. So okay. yeah, I don't even use You're not bothered by it. Yeah, exactly. I, on any part of town, it'll take me like 20 minutes at most to get to my bathroom. So <laughs> nice. So you, you're never too far away from home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. This, yeah. this is yeah. awesome. I'm just trying to think like it, in the beginning of the conversation, you, you were like, you would do this, you know, if you're not sad all the time. <laughs> I kind of, I, I just want to check in, you know. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I do see a therapist and stuff like that. I take medication. I'm That's very good. open. Yeah, I'm very open about my, um, like, experiences and whatnot and my mental health. I think it's really important because had more people been open and honest about it when I was younger, I feel like my life could have been different right now. And, and not that right now is bad, but it's taken me many years to get to the point where I can cope and live, like, without being extremely sad all the time because I was diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and PTSD. So, you know, you have all those together and for so many amount of years and don't understand how to, how to even understand it. You know what I mean? But now that it's it's a bad recipe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now there's more conversation and I feel more comfortable, you know, being honest and seeing other people's perspectives of how they handle their, you know, issues or whatnot. And I've even got people to like look into therapy because I was being open with me seeing a therapist. So, I mean, sometimes I don't, like, I don't want to ever overshare, but I do want to like, you know, if I can encourage you to like get some help, if you feel it, then I'd love to. And I at least did something, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, like the, the thing with therapy, because I grew up in an environment where it's not common. And then I came here and it's it opened up like a whole gate of like everyone's going to therapy. And I think mm-hmm. it's great. Like you if you have a problem, it's great. If you don't have a problem, it's great, too. Like just becoming more aware and being able to talk to a professional to, you know, yeah. to kind of learn more about like well not learn but also refine on your ideas and kind of perspectives I I think it's always helpful and I don't think that any one person like I don't think there's a single person out there who doesn't have some sort of like baggage or some sort of issue and it's not a bad thing I mean like it's just part of the experience like yeah we don't have a choice you know what I mean so it's like so many people are just like just be happy you know I'm happy or whatever but it's like, you still have something going on there. And it's like, it's okay to have that. You know what I mean? But yeah. like with Hispanic families, they're very proud. They don't admit it. You know what I mean? Which is so weird because you you mentioned that like you guys are actually really open about, I don't know. It's just like selective. 
Well, like, that's, that, yeah. When it comes to anger, they're getting it out. When it comes to <laughs> sadness, yeah. You know, that's my Puerto Rican fam- family. My my Mexican side, they're definitely much more reserved, especially when it comes to emotions. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, jeez. <laughs> it's heavy. I mean, I, are you? If you don't mind me asking, are you in your twenties? Twenty-seven. Twenty. Okay. Cool. We're we're about the same, and yeah. I'm happy that you're, you know, getting help and stuff. That's great. And you feel like a lot more mentally independent, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Well, and, you know, I got this job that the machine operator job and it like completely changed my life. You Mm -hmm. know, I was um, sleeping on people's couches. I was doing all sorts of stuff just to find a living place. And it's so expensive out here in California, despite me living in a small uh, town. And I got lucky with this house. It's an actual house, not an apartment, has a beautiful front yard. And I, I pay what you would pay for like a one bedroom apartment in my town, actually a little bit less, which is insane. So I got really lucky with this, but yeah, it's, it's really changed my life. And I have like a new found of stability and like independence that I didn't have before. And that's all I've really craved is stability. So like to have my own place, to have a, you know, a job that I can count on and like healthcare and stuff like that, which I am so privileged to even say, yeah. So like, because don't even get me started about that. But um. oh my God. <laughs> I was literally just talking to my coworker about like how it's so insane, especially like in New York City. Actually, it might be comparable to San Fran. San Fran might be worse, actually. But um, it's so crazy the like how people push the definition of what an apartment is because yeah dude people live in freaking boxes here and i don't uh, i just a closet yep. yeah like a closet and they're paying like two thousand dollars a month it's yeah the only way to get somewhat cheap rent is so <laughs> i actually almost moved to san francisco and the only reason why was because i had family out there i had my aunt and she found a place that someone was subleasing they're technically not supposed to but it was like it was how much I pay for here. And I would have had my own bedroom and a balcony. And I was like, why didn't I take it? Why didn't I take it? Cause I've always wanted to live in San Francisco, mm. but uh, part of me is glad I did didn't because like, I don't know if I can handle that much people around all the time. Yeah. It, it's I mean? pretty quiet around you. Yeah, for sure. And I live in a decent neighborhood. So it's like, and my house is way back yeah. um, from the front yard. So like, I have Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, you're more of an introvert it kind of seems like <laughs> well I'm like bubbly and I like to talk to people and you know befriend people but definitely I love being at home mm-hmm. you know what I mean I just love it yeah but. me me too I feel like I mean right now I live with my brother but like in the future if I ever live alone I would love to just hole up in my little apartment and just you know enjoy some cool. privacy and you could make any room whatever you want it so like for me my living room I have a blanket on the floor and a body pillow and I, that's where I watch do TV. whatever you want with it exactly you yeah. don't have someone come in the living room and be like hey why is all your shit all here you know what I mean like here I'm home and I'm like fuck yeah my shit's everywhere because I can but once you move out on your own you'll never want to go back I know oh my god have you have you ever had a roommate before Oh, plenty. I've slept on couches before. I, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, that's true. I guess like, but those were temporary, right? Or did you stay? Um, were you in that situation for a while? I was in that situation um, off and on for a while. 
I'm telling you, it's hard out here unless you're working, you know, even if you're working two jobs, even with me being a barista and a bartender with, even with tips, it was hard to make ends meet. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be able to have my own place. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. just crazy. Can, I don't know can we how. like explore that a bit more? Cause I'm so curious about like how, and it's really different from my, the, the way I was, I was brought up um my I mean at least for my side like my family would never want to even let me stay on people's couches it's just like not in their world um and so you know I want to like dig a little bit deeper you know how did you were you like running away from something were you running to something um when I graduated high school I had a job my senior year and then when I graduated high school I ended up getting a second job but as soon as I graduated, my mom was like, you got to pay rent. You have to pay for this, this, and this. And it was kind of hard for me because I'm like, hey, my mom, like right now I need the most help, you know, that I'll need because I'm trying to figure out the ne- next steps of my life, what my future will look like. You know what I mean? But ultimately it taught me a lot. And so I lived with a friend for a while after that. We butt heads a lot. We're very similar and very different at the same time. Yeah. And it just doesn't work for us. I love her to death, but we're better apart than we are <laughs> yeah. together all the time. Um, but yeah, and then, I, you know, I've had some stuff happen that kind of like set me back and, you know, made me. Yeah, I've just had some stuff that happened that kind of set me all out of whack and, you know, and then leaving a job because it's not worth it and then trying to find a new one. It's just like I have been kind of scattered around. But now I'm on my own and I'm like, finally, I'm a f- adult. Just yeah, for like, Jesus. finally. After how many adult. years? I yeah. know. Yeah. God. How, like, how was your family in this whole situation? Like, did, how did they react and did they help you along the way? Um, yeah, my mom actually gave me like couches and uh, yeah, my grandma gave me a bed because I didn't have any of that stuff. I literally didn't have anything. So um, I was lucky that I had family to give me stuff. But, um, you know, me and my mom have been on on and off for a long time. We stopped talking for like two years and then, you know, reconnected. And um, and then my dad, he my parents divorced when I was three. So, you know, I didn't see him as much as I saw my mom. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) me and him don't get along at all. And that's because we're like two very different people and like. Like I said, he's from the Mexican side of my family and they don't want to explore their emotions or, you know what I mean? Yeah, so everyone's like, so closed up all the time. Yeah. And so it didn't work between us because I communicate my feelings. I, you know, I talk about things, uh, you know, I'll work through things and he's just very angry and like closed off. So yeah. we didn't work. And I lived with him for a short period of time for the first time ever, which was like a year ago. And um, yeah, it was, it was a little rough. But he helped me save money. Like I was able to save money while I was living with him. And ultimately that helped me put a deposit down for this place and stuff like that. So despite us not being close and, you know, me leaving and being on not the greatest terms, um, I'm thankful for him and I love him. You know what I mean? I just, you kind of have to get to a point where you accept that you're not going to have the relationship you want with someone, especially a parent. And as hard as you want to fight for that relationship or that connection that you were supposed to have when you were younger, sometimes you just got to let it go, you know? And so like for my mental health, I've kind of got to the point where it's like, I love you so much, but 
for my mental health and for my stability, I need some space. You know what I mean? And that's a really mature way of thinking about it. Not after I cried, like, of so course, you have to let some steam <laughs> out, but you know, came out better on the other side. Yeah. I mean, I try, but you know, we're life's constant lessons learned. Yeah. I, I feel like that's something a lot of our generation not even just our generation but just people in general like like how do you get rid of toxic people who are very close to you and you can't possibly completely cut off ties with them yeah yeah well and then especially if they won't accept help or won't accept what you have to say to them it's like Yeah. yeah and it's hard to cut off anyone like let alone like you know your dad and your mom I mean me and my mom are but now but like mm-hmm. you know, it's hard it's hard to do that but if you find yourself constantly like if you're with them you end up leaving crying or you end up crying later or if you feel stressed out or exhausted or like drained that's like obviously something that you need to do but there's people out there who are like okay I'll just visit them once a week or whatever or once a month and that'll be all and power to them like they can yeah. do I can't I couldn't visit my dad not because like I hate him or anything, but I just know what it would cause me because I know that he's not at the place where he sh- not that he should be, but um he's not at the place where I can. But you just not align. Yeah. yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, he does seem to be more open to. I mean, when I was living with him, he seemed more open to, to like, learning more about himself and what he struggles with. But you know, by the end of me living there, it was very obvious that we were both not at a place to, you know, live together mm-hmm. or like be connected together at this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause at some point it's like, you just feel like this disconnect is going to intrude on each other's personal space physically, but also like emotionally, you know, and I don't know, I'm really trying to not force people into becoming the person I think they should be. Because who am I to say that? But it's so hard to not impose your beliefs and the way you see the the world on your closest friends or, or whoever. I don't know. And and just like accepting accepting yeah. them for like all the shitty but also good parts of them. Yeah. Well, I and I think too that we sometimes be like like think like, oh, well, maybe I can help them or you know, I have hope that maybe they'll see this this way or whatever. And like, that's, that's okay. If it's something that you guys can both discuss and they're open to it. But if it's something like, I don't know, like, I wouldn't argue with someone's religion. I'm myself, I'm an atheist. But I wouldn't argue with my friend who's religious and be like, you need to be religious. What I will argue with a friend is if they're, you know, transphobic, homophobic, any of that stuff, then yeah, I'm going to be like, you're going to be cut out of my life unless, you know, you're, at least trying to be open to see how this is wrong you know what I mean so so your problem is not like hey you have like a different set of beliefs but it's more of like if those beliefs start um you know are if you start imposing them on people's existence in general and telling people do anything to that said person or said group of people yeah saying it is enforcing you know the the stigma and these ideas of what kind of people they are when they're you know not everyone's like that um you know what I mean yeah for sure yeah can you hear me I feel like my internet keeps cutting out Uh 
Oh, okay. You're back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why is your, why is your Reddit name one olive branch? <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know. I kind of just like, it. <laughs> well, I changed it over here. Cause I was like, I don't want this person to know who my name is. What if they're like, you know what I mean? You totally get it. <laughs> oh my God, this person's going to murder me. Yeah, I feel it's so easy to spiral when you talk to someone online. Have you ever met someone who's like super dodgy and just like, or is this yeah. your first? Okay, you've talked to people online. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember like when I was younger when, what was the site called? Omegle and or whatever oh it's called. Oh my there. God, dude. Cat as shit. Like- <laughs> and me and my friend would just go in and every time we saw penis, we're like, enter, enter. And we would try to talk to people. But of course, the man always got like sexual or like, me is it all men all. <laughs> not to be anti-men because that's not <laughs> what we're here to do but <laughs> no i understand it it's enough men it's yeah. enough men, so yeah that it's we can generalize men. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you know but do you do you have good people in your life now like yeah absolutely i've definitely grown in that area too because i'm a hard head you know what i mean so like if especially like back in the day, if me and a friend argued, I'd take that to the grave of me being right. You know what I mean? But now, yeah, it's just kind of like, if you hear something you prefer not to, as long as it's not harming anyone else, just let it go. I'm still working on that though, because I'm (laughs) really bad when it comes to like, like holding grudges. Well, yeah, kind of, but like, (laughs) I won't act like I hate you or anything. Like I'll be civil. I just, will prefer not to be around you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But how I, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> About your friend. Hi, I promise. It's oh, yeah. okay if you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a machine operator. I can't be high. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe, maybe I'll ask you this. Maybe I'll ask you now and then I'll okay. cut it out if you want me to. But okay. I'm always curious. Okay. If you're working in a, in these types of like kind of back-end jobs, right? how oh like how okay is it to like come in and work drunk or high or like so <laughs> I feel okay. like it happens more com- more commonly I don't know that's a good question I haven't seen anyone who I would su- suspect as like high or drunk but yeah. this one guy just recently came in with a sweater that had um a dispensary's dispensary's name on it and people were like dude he's <laughs> Or just like, oh my it's God. like, read the room, dude. Yeah, read the you room. Need to drug test to get this job, <laughs> sir. Like, what are you doing? Oh my God. Um, yeah, be- because I remember talking to someone, a uh, friend of a friend, and she used to work in the UN. Ellen. And she would go in high, oh. like for meetings. Yeah, and I was like, this is the organization that everyone thinks is going to save us from ourselves. Like, <laughs> Hey, some people are really, really like productive. And like when they're high, they don't even seem high. It's insane. Sorry. So going back to what we were okay. talking about just now, which was about friends. friends. So I have a best friend who she, she deals with some of the similar, you know, mental health issues as I do. And you know, a lot of people say like, oh, you can't have like these issues. You gotta love yourself before you can love others and whatnot. But like me and her just click. If anything, this is like the healthiest friendship I've ever had. We communicate a lot. We're very open. 
And we understand if the other person needs time or like, and we're vocal about it. So like, if I'm having a rough day and I just cannot text anyone, I'm just not feeling it. I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to be quiet today, but I'll talk to you later or whatever. And she'd be like, okay, I'll check in later. Or if you don't want me to just let me know. And it's very like, I don't know. I feel safe with her and I feel like she feels safe with me. And I think that's what you need in friendships. You know what I mean? Especially at this age of our like life, you know, we're not, we're not a teen anymore. We're not a young, like early twenties anymore. We're getting closer to 30. At this point, I only want to keep the people in my life that add to it and, you know, and don't add drama to it. And with her, I've really found like, she's my, she's my bestie for life. That makes me smile so hard because <laughs> I have the exact same experience with my best friend who is unfortunately halfway around the world um, back in Singapore, but that's okay. You know, it, that's why I love the internet. Like it, it brings everyone together. And you go um, play whenever you go back, which I'm sure you have your family too, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just for some, you know, I feel like I've been asking you so many questions. Um, my, my parents are back in Singapore. It's just my brother who's here. Oh, okay. um, and they definitely want me to go back at some point, but I don't know. I, I don't have the heart to tell them that like, hey, I actually really love New York City and like, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to go back. But um, but yeah, so 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 yeah, my, my best friend's back home. And yeah, this is like the most emotionally like stable friendship that I have. And also I found a great gr- a group of girlfriends here as well which I was super lucky like because at that time I was I was kind of like going through a rough time um and then they just magically appeared I don't know if you believe in that kind of thing but like the I don't know the way like paths cross at certain times like the right times in your life it's crazy no absolutely my um my best friend I actually met her on twitter and oh wow so you're yeah. you, you're a true like internet yeah, yeah I was on I like <laughs> and all that stuff when I was younger I was on forms but mm-hmm. uh she I got lucky that she was even in California you know what I mean she's only like a two-hour drive away so I got really lucky other people not so much because you know being in like a long distance friendship or a relationship is tough because especially for me, cause I like to hug and I want to hug my friend. Yeah. She's feeling down. I want to go comfort her. You know what I mean? You can only do so much via zoom or FaceTime, mm-hmm. but I meant to ask you, uh, when did you move to New York? Like 2015. So seven oh. years ago. Yeah. I came here for school, uh, like college and then found a job. So here I am been working for like two years plus and I love it even though it's like really wild um the the shit that goes on here definitely definitely sacrificing safety and stability but god I feel like the city is such a this city is the only place so far where I can tell so many stories about like it's such a like story worthy city um and I don't know how I'm gonna give that up (laughs) <laughs> no I don't blame you yeah. yeah when you're faced with all these different people you're constantly learning new things about other people's perspectives and other people's lives yeah like if you want to tone it down a little bit San Francisco would probably be your best bet but I understand why you love New York I want to visit so bad but please come and let me know if you do everything is expensive I know I know maybe you know hopefully if I get my own place you can come crash 
But I don't know when that's going to happen. Well, if you ever want to come to Bumfuck, California, you're welcome. You're welcome. How, how, actually, how far are you from like the city areas? So I'm really lucky I'm in an area. Hopefully no one finds me, but I'm in an area where I'm like two and a half, three hours from the bay, two and a half hours from the beach. And then, you know, the long Yosemite as well. I'm like two and a half hours from there. Yeah, so I'm really close to all these places and it's nice, but I'm not close to down south, but that's fine with me because I don't like Southern California. But um, yeah, it's not too bad. I actually, I mean, I'd prefer to live in a bigger city. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to say actually, but. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would fit in really well though, like with the, with the vibe here. Oh, in New York? Yeah. I'm terrified. I'd be intimidated by everyone. <laughs> I'd be walking is is it because, wait, what impression do you have of the city that's like, I don't know, just like creating this fear? <laughs> fashion forward and just really cool. And I'm just like, really not. I don't know. I feel like I would not fit in. I'd be like all awkward. I feel like my vibe just California. And then I'm also afraid of people bullying me because I probably say hella a lot. And that's I'm so like, funny. So Californian. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe I don't exactly. actually, <laughs> I'm Why? not gonna I'm not gonna portray uh you know rose tinted like image of, of the city yeah. but um wh- one thing I really do love it here is people don't actually care about you which is like a <laughs> nice thing in a way because yeah. I don't know you can just do whatever the hell you want and people are actually very supportive around that Really? Okay. I don't know if, if that's the culture there, but uh, but yeah, here it's yeah. like, do whatever. Yeah, do your thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't been in a while. It's mm. hard to get out there. I mean, it doesn't have to be San Francisco. So like, expensive. Oh yeah. Oh my god. What are you guys at out there? Um, for for what? Yes. I don't know because I don't drive. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, you don't but oh my wait, god! Wait, no, but but a close friend of mine does drive, and sh- um, shit, I'm trying to remember, like eight dollars. Oh shit, that's bad, right? I can't complain. Yeah, well, I mean, you're also in a big city, but still, that's insane. I'm I'm gonna look at how much gas is in San Francisco for for us and where I'm at, bumfuck nowhere. It is like almost six bucks. Okay, that's really good. But you're right. No, like the, the city is nowhere. Okay, true. What what was it <laughs> like on a regular day? What what is it? Like four, three? Um, well, regular lately has been almost <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um yeah, usually it was it would be like four something, mm. which is nice because I could, you know, pretty much fill up my gas tank with like 30. But now I'm putting in like 45, 50. My friend drives like a suv like a volvo and that shit was like 80 bucks each time and and she drives like way up there for her job and so it's like there are occasions where she would just blow through a quarter of it like in a day yeah or or even more it's crazy yeah and then you're spending all this money like every two days so do you take the subway or do you bike I'm actually very lucky. I walk to work. Nice. <laughs> so, so yeah, but, but even, you know, the, I usually would take the subway around, um, but I do enjoy walking. I yeah. have been, I, I know it's very weird to be like, oh yeah, I just walked 
two hours to this place to meet <laughs> my friend. But it's actually like kind of common here. Maybe two hours is an exaggeration, but like an hour is like pretty normal, 40 minutes. Um, yeah, but but I imagine everybody drives there. No one's getting anywhere with <laughs> two feet. <laughs> no, but that's yeah. good that you guys walk a lot. Like I wish, I wish, <laughs> I don't know. It's like where I live, I'm actually close to downtown, so I could walk. But like for a lot of my town, you just you can't walk very many places unless it's like right next to you because there's like freeways or there's you know there's just too many cars. Yeah, sidewalk. You know what I mean? It's just not not worth it. But like in San Francisco and you know obviously New York, it's a lot easier to get from one place to another because everything's jam packed and you know mm-hmm. you can walk there. I mean obviously it'll still take time just because of how crazy it is out there. Yeah. but it's still closer. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that that's true. Well, ju- just now you mentioned that uh, you don't really like Southern California. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? I, I actually don't know, and I'm genuinely asking. Yeah. yeah. This has nothing to do with my dad, but his side of the family is out there, so I visited okay. his family out there. I don't know. It's just... Okay. I hope no LA people come for me right now, but... Nobody it's- listens to the show, so don't, don't <laughs> no, worry. I did. I listened to it before you. Uh, before oh, I thank you. It, yes, it, like, okay, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> it might be my. Uh, well, I don't drive that long, but might be my my tunes in my car when I drive to work. Mm. But I was very interested. I w- I listened to the most recent one, the part one. Oh wait, heard. you were coming back while we were. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, oh, no. Okay, it's gonna be my podcast that I play <laughs> on my way to work. I have to play something when I'm on my way way to work. Podcast, true crime usually, or music. I can totally music. see you as a true crime fan. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's hard. Wait, which ones do you like? Kind of sidetrack a little bit. Uh, my favorite murder was a big favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I like last podcast on the left or whatever. And then there's Crime Show by Spotify actually. Oh, yeah, it's called Crime Show. Morbid true crime is another good one. I'm trying to see which ones I have on here. And then You're really I just, fueling like the anxiety and just yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. But hey, I'd rather be cautious than not cautious, right? I was gonna say you're just preparing for worst case scenarios, which you will win if they do come true. Exactly. <laughs> I already thought about if someone broke into my house. Oh my um, god! I would literally, just act fucking insane grab my stool and just start swinging i'm gonna scare this man until he shits himself and runs out <laughs> well you have your cat as your guard cat so She's useless i try to try to ever get a, a spider and it seemed like she was scared of it okay that's like, me you? too no i hate spiders dude i can't do bugs in general yeah honestly low-key the same and i yeah. hate ants you do you, you guys get a lot there right because of the weather yeah. and stuff yeah we we i don't really because i live in like a high rise and so uh yeah they they ain't getting in here i had a i've had two black widows in my backyard and i'm like this has got to be taken care of because i will never step back there and there's probably more i mean not to fuel it but you know no absolutely i went to take trash out and i lifted the black thing oh There was one in there and I was like, oh my God, I can never take my trash out. I have to put it in my car and take it to a dump because this is not going to work for me. But um, the last time I went there, it was gone. So that's nice. That's good. I got dumped in the 
dumpster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where it deserves to be. There's something I was going to ask, but I forgot. We were talking about so- Southern California. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's muggy. It's gross. The Dodgers are there. Um, no one's really nice. Um, I don't know. I just don't get a good vibe of it. Mm. I don't get a good like vibe everyone's it. pretty clickish almost in a big way <laughs> well and then also the freeways are horrible driving anywhere out mm-hmm. there bitch but yeah it's just like i don't know my, my stressful cousin, san diego's kind of nice but more so just for a trip there and back i'm definitely not staying at like airbnb or anything in la i'll go to san diego and come back but yeah and then you have to drive through so much like so many shitty towns like you got to go through bakersfield which is like all of these places just to get to la and it's like it wasn't worth it so much smog too it's disgusting like mind you i'm pretty sure where i live it's kind of bad compared to los angeles though it's disgusting i think it's because i'm not a driver so i'm (laughs) grateful that i i don't face these types of issues but it's always so interesting to like hear your problems <laughs> they're so different <laughs> like so for me i'm scared of getting stabbed on the train yeah which you never have the fear of because you, you know <laughs> your own space but <laughs> so when did you so did you move to new york you said 2015 correct yeah mm-hmm. did you come by yourself or you came with your brother i would imagine so my brother is five years older than me and so he has been here for a couple years before I came. Um, so, so yeah, I, I was really lucky. Like everything was pretty much like set up um, properly and I just had to move in. So that was good. So you, you, didn't, you haven't driven at all. I don't have my license. I, I should. I should. I know. <laughs> How would you drive a rental car to my house if you wanted to come out here? I was going to say, give me I some time. summer okay this is my goal right i'm putting it out there summer i'm gonna try to take my i'm gonna get my license um but i heard the failure rate is like not yeah it's it's not looking good for me a smaller town much smaller town yeah i know smaller town so they didn't have to make me parallel park Really? Isn't that like a mandatory thing in, in all tests? I heard that oh, they you're lucky. I went and I didn't have to do it. I know. But now, funny part is, is that I'm amazing parallel parker. Did you practice? Or yeah, was it like it, trial by fire where you just had to do it? I've never hit a car like that. In other ways, yes, but I have never hit a car parallel parking. Oh and my, my ex God. taught me that. That's the only thing, only good thing I got from that relationship was learning how to parallel park like a badass bitch hey look that's something that's (laughs) something i'll take yeah take the emotional baggage and the parallel parking skills (laughs) well and yeah absolutely and then you know it's really nice too when i'm like parallel parking and you you know you see a guy walking down the street and he doesn't think you're gonna get it he doesn't but then i pull in there it's nice and straight i haven't touched a car and i'm like yeah bitch i did that dude you guys look so freaking cool doing it like it's it's because partly because of movies, but also partly because of how difficult the the freaking like thing is. 
oh yeah I swirl with my hand open I was gonna say like so much sass so much confidence I love it (laughs) that's probably the only thing I have that much confidence in to be entirely honest that's so funny it's like your little like party trick (laughs) I'm like this is what I'm flexing tonight all right everyone get in the car I'm gonna party well speaking of compliments what's the best compliment that someone has ever given you I think when some, well, it was actually my coworker. Oh. I had kind of like snapped at him a little and I was like, I'm really so sorry. Cause I was having a bad day. Not that that's an excuse, but you know, yeah. sometimes you take it out on the other people and that's not who I want to be. I've struggled with that a lot because I was just angry and bitter and unhappy. You know what I mean? But I'm trying not to be that person anymore. I think I've gotten better, but you know, I messaged him and I was like, Hey, or did I talk to him in person? No, I messaged him. I remember cause he went on break and I felt like shit. So I messaged him and I was like, Hey, um, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have taken, you know, my rough day out on you. And he said, no, you're all good. I know you have a, he was like, I know you have a good heart. And I was like, thank you. Cause I often like stress out and like, Oh my gosh. Cause I've been mean to people. You know what I mean? I'm like, Am I a bad person? but everyone's just, been mean yeah. to someone. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's done something bad, I guess. Yeah. But I'm really hard on myself sometimes. But when he said that to me, I was like, Oh my gosh. That's awesome that like someone it's always nice when someone can separate you from your outbursts or like emotions in general, even though they are intertwined. But, you know, they, they're able to see past that and be like, yeah, Tatiana is like a good person. <laughs> well, and I think what it comes down to, too, is that like when you don't communicate, you know what I mean? There's yeah. no way for them to understand you. So like when you snap, you can work like towards settling or amending the issue you just have to be willing to communicate and like own up to what you did you know what I mean I think that's where people struggle sometimes yeah I think that's where people struggle sometimes that's so hard yeah it's like how do you put that down like do you have any advice like how do you put down your ego and just like why Uh, can't you just (laughs) like chill out a little bit because for me like I think having peace is a lot better than being right yeah no that's true that's true no Mm -hmm. I'm I sometimes like to just be right but I'm a Taurus I know no me too me too (laughs) but we gotta aim somewhere (laughs) wait are you a Taurus too no I'm a Virgo oh okay which I actually don't like if you do please tell me like Virgos damn it okay but but what are Tauruses like stubborn we like food we like to buy ourselves lavish things um are those accurate um yes I do like to treat myself <laughs> but I treat myself with afterpay because your girl broke but um early on <laughs> I lost my train of thought <laughs> so I was talking oh, oh so I don't know much about like other signs other than well I know the ones that I've come in contact with you know what I mean people like, you've dated your friends yeah Pisces women will break your fucking heart yeah <laughs> and stuff on it Leo men the worst um cancer woman god's gift to the earth, to the planet um really okay yeah i love cancer. i have to start asking my exes what their signs are or are yeah. <laughs> it all adds up no i'm just kidding i don't know it's just fun to look into like i don't know especially mm-hmm. when things kind of like hit right and like oh that's cool you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, i i think and this is just based off of feedback like virgo women are loyal 
and I'm just going to talk myself up at this point. It's like, I think they're, they're loyal, they're committed, but they're also like very analytical is, is pretty accurate for me. Like, so when you have an emotional, um, we're logical person, it's yeah. just like, well, this is, <laughs> I would imagine it wouldn't work. Yeah. Wait, are you more of like an emotional person or more uh-huh. of okay not logical like (laughs) no not at all I'm all heart and all brain in the sense of like emotions just that's my brain (laughs) oh that that totally makes sense why you decided to like do social work and stuff but then I hated it and I was like oh okay I well my my lead up to that was um did you feel like that was your calling but never mind (laughs) no I actually loved being a barista like I I would love to have my own you know cafe I would love to do that or even like a cafe slash bar I would love to I know it's kind of like totally out there but if I had the funds or whatever I would love to do something like that I loved being a barista but and I would love my own place where I don't have to tolerate people's rudeness and I could be like okay I'm sorry but you're being disrespectful to my workers you need to leave you know what I mean yeah and like at Starbucks your managers don't defend you most of them. I was just gonna say I I've been really fortunate to have to work under people who actually stand up for you. I, I feel like that's just the, the right thing to do. Yeah. Because you want to work with people who are on your side. So it's like, yeah. why the hell are you, you know? Yeah. Well, mind you, I had a really shitty manager. So maybe okay. there's other startups where they don't have that, but still they start. It's pretty rare though. Yeah, absolutely. Starbucks prioritizes having their customers come back. Yeah. Than anything else than their employees. But what company doesn't care more about their, you know, money than their employees? That's so true. So, yeah, I, I definitely was just lucky. I've heard some, like, nightmare stories about toxic work culture. And well, the sad part is, is you can never escape it. I don't think you can. Yeah. I mean, you can have it where it's, like, somewhat smooth, but there's always going to be someone who has an issue with someone who brings other people into it. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of people who didn't who graduated high school but didn't mentally follow oh my god put that on a shirt (laughs) (laughs) all caps yeah I yeah no you're you're totally right like god people just you know sometimes when I see workers I mean workers get you know mistreated and stuff it's just like um, how do you get out of that I, I always try to just you know if I were in that position I would just focus on my work and try not to get in the politics and try to get out that's the thing my number one goal will be like to get the hell out of that team well and it's hard too because like you have to have another job lined up before you quit unless you're in a situation where you you can just quit and then spend time looking for a job yeah it's like a lot of people are put in a corner where they have to stay just to make a living just to be able to get by and it sucks because it shouldn't have to be like that but you know as of right now, our government's not doing anything about it. So what can we do? Yeah. Sorry. Right, a- af- right after you said not getting into the politics, I bring up politics. <laughs> no, it- it's all good. I-, I think that we need to acknowledge that there's a problem for us to like do something about it. Um, and I think I feel like the acknowledging part, we're we're way past that. Like yeah. to do something about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like more people are kind of waking up, hopefully, but it is kind of worrisome how many people came out of the woodworks when, you know, Trump was president. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't know that there was that many people who were like racist, homophobic, and 
all of this stuff until yeah. he came into office and they were going to protests and rallies. So it's just like, it's scary. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it just reveals, you know, it's kind of like skin. And I bring that up because I'm having like stupid skin problems right now. But like, it's like, your skin is fine and then suddenly you use one product and all the shit starts coming out and that's trump for us i feel like it's like he just (laughs) pulled out he just sucked out all of the toxicity Mm -hmm. that is in the culture right now no absolutely and sometimes that's a good thing like i feel like we have to see that to you know again do something about it yeah no that was a very weird analogy (laughs) no 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 i mean i i totally understand it yeah yeah well, and if anything, you know, temples push out, you know, bacteria. So hopefully, exactly. you know, no, totally. I get it. The last four years have definitely been crazy, but oh, that's yeah. all I was going to say. Just mm-hmm. to- in your personal life or like in the oh, world around us? COVID and all of yeah. this stuff. You know? Was it like particularly challenging for you or? Because I know some people came out better from it. Some people were, you know, down in the dumps because of it. No, I was very privileged to, you know, obviously my house and stuff like that. I was very privileged enough to say that COVID has done more for me in a positive way than in a negative way. Um, when it first happened, you know, with someone with anxiety, I was like freaking out. I was crying all the time, but like it got to the point. I was also like all over Twitter watching like videos of you know. doom scrolling. Yeah, I was so bad. I had to delete all social media because I was just other than Reddit, but yeah, uh, I just needed- <laughs> Um, you know, place where I can overshare, but have no name or photo. Reddit's <laughs> great. I love Reddit for like, yeah. I've never seen a platform so honest compared and to like Reddit. diverse, like Twitter's diverse too, but you're, you're kind of after a while of following people, you're kind of put in your own corner. Yeah. Know, I was on art TikTok where I saw a lot of artwork and bot stuff and like other people are on different. It's the sites. algorithm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Reddit is just like, we're going to give you everything. It's free for all, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Ask Reddit has been my favorite so far. I'll just ask random shit. And that's just, I don't know. That made me stay on Reddit. Ask Reddit made me stay on Reddit. That's awesome. Wait, what was the last question, if you remember? Um, (laughs) I can totally stalk you after. That's fine. (laughs) I'm joking. The the last question I asked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually never really explored Ask Reddit before. Maybe I will now. I know people ask like the, I don't know how people even think about that, but it's great. <laughs> yeah, no, there's like so much stuff, but you could definitely tell when like there are people who are trying to like make things sexual and it's like asking about like random like hookups or whatever. And it's like, dude, you're just trying to have people describe something for you so you can get off to it. Like, oh, leave it alone. yeah, Ooh. you haven't noticed that? No. Oh, wait, you are not on Ask Reddit. Yeah. So the last question I asked was, what was the reason you decided to join Reddit? Ooh, that's yeah. a good question. Thank you. I got 31 answers. Well, did you read through all the answers? Were there any, like, weird yeah. ones? <laughs> or, um, or anything that stands out? Here, let me let me pull it up. Yeah, that. I mean, why did you join Reddit? Were you trying to find uh, like a community or something? No, honestly. So like I had an ex who was all about Reddit, but I never really checked on it. And so I signed up and I was like going through it. And I'm like, <laughs> side topic. What made me really stay was Ask Reddit. And I was a part of this other subreddit that was um, 
like basically trying to call out this like toxic YouTuber, which I know sounds so bad, but she's literally horrible, horrible. And the reason why Trisha Paytas. Oh my God. Okay. I have to tell my best friend this because she's a fan. No, she's a fan of Trisha Paytas. See, I watched Frenemies because I I like H3H3. And oh my gosh, like I didn't watch her stuff prior, but when she came onto this podcast, I was like, oh, she's kind of funny, you know? She's weird. She's interesting. She's kind of over the top, but like, okay. And then, you know, she was saying these things because a lot of stuff popped up after they started that podcast because people were like, hey, do you know that she did this, this, and this? But in the podcast herself, she says that she's growing and she's being better. You know what I mean? She's taking medication, whatever, therapy. And so I was like, okay, you know, as someone who struggles with mental health and wasn't the greatest person for a while and got help and is feeling better, I'm going to give it a chance. You know what I mean? But damn, she just, she really just showed how truly awful she is. Yeah. I just, I can't. (laughs) Was it like about specific things or like? Yeah. She's lied about sexual assault. She's been uh, racist. She's done, she's been abusive to significant others. Yeah. She's just trash. She's like totally mocks the DID community, um, the trans community. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I watched one of her videos where she was teaching you how to do uh, how to be like environmentally sustainable and it was hilarious because i think she drove her like <laughs> you know lamborghini <laughs> to like <laughs> yeah like a, um what do you call i don't know what you call like where you how what, what do you call that where you like de- oh de- decompose uh-huh yeah, yeah, yeah um trash like yeah she she drove her lamborghini car to like yeah. the site and i was like this is hilarious <laughs> you're doing it all wrong no honestly <laughs> I don't understand yeah i don't oh my god i think she's just very harmful to the youtube community because like and there's young girls that watch her you know what i mean and it makes yeah. me sad that she's putting all of this out and like as someone who is like who was sexually assaulted when i was younger like for me, that really upsets me because her lying like this and like the proof she tried to give was an article about a teacher who got caught, you know, for, and it wasn't even at the same school or the same teacher. She just saw the last name, thought it was her teacher that she wanted to blame and then, you know, put it out there. And for me, it's like, when you lie like that, you are harming all of the women who are actually hurting and grieving from their assault. And there's people don't believe us as it is. Like when I came forward about mine, a cop told me, why didn't you push him off? Yeah. 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 So it's like, for me, her, like, it's just, it's just making it so much worse and harder for women to come forward. I'm sorry that happened to you. Shit. No, I mean, it's, it's something that I've learned from obviously. And that person's a piece of shit, but I've learned that like some people, you know, life will give them 10 times worse. It'll come back. Yeah. 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 I am more of a personal question. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not oversharing. Like, I think it's important. I mean, that's the whole point of why I started this in the first place. Not that oversharing is the main goal, but I feel like people have a story and yeah. it's worth telling. Um. Yeah. Anyway, no, I, I was going to say this is more of a personal question, but like, did you forgive the the person I, I didn't forgive him but I let it go because and that's a big happened. difference yeah and it's not I don't have like I don't know how to explain it um 
I don't know. Like, I can't say I don't have hatred for him, but I, it's not something that like keeps me up at night. You know what I mean? Like I've gotten to the point where it's like, this person did a bad thing. Now he's going to have to live with it because it's going to come back. He's going to realize what he did. Um, when he has his own kids and if he has a girl, he's going to learn what he did. You know what I mean? So for me, it's just like, I need to get to the point where I need to move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not easy for everyone. You know what I mean? And I, I think any reaction is a fairly valid one. Like you can hate your abuser all your life. And I'd be like, yes, yes. Because ultimately what they did is they took a part of someone's body without their consent and they will never get that back. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I don't know what, well, actually maybe I do, but like, there's something very human about like sexual assault particularly as a crime that like makes me like kind of you know even even worse than I don't know other forms of crime which is totally not like I don't want to trivialize other crimes but like yeah no definitely you're you know sexual assault rape and murder like yeah take so much from that person like you're actively um, trying to like reduce someone's existence yeah for your own personal gain or yeah or just want yeah yeah no it's it's really sick and you know how many people get away with it is what especially sexual assault it's it's sad it's mm-hmm. really sad yeah um oh boy how do we move on from this <laughs> oh i meant to say so at the shelter where i got my cat coconut they were having oh she laid on her i love when they're solar charging they're just like basking in the sun Mm -hmm. she loves it and then the sun will hit the ground right here and she'll oh i love it Mm -hmm. that's so cute does she uh cuddle with you oh yeah when i'm laying down she likes to sit on my chest she will sit anywhere. If I'm laying on my side, she will lay on my hip. Like, luckily, I have enough meat there that she can because <laughs> she will fall right off. She's crazy. Oh my if God. If she can find a spot on my body to lay, she will. But That's it's okay. so adorable. I really am drawn to cats' like personalities because they seem really mean at first, but they are the sweetest things. Sometimes <laughs> even, even more sweet than a dog. But- oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, and the thing is, too, is that, like, they also do their own thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they they got some space. They'll come sometimes. Like, yeah, it's healthy. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel like a dog is, like, I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to get a greyhound or, you know, I would rescue them, though, because they're often used for racing. So. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sad. But, um. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I like this? I uh, I should call this episode uh the, what is it the I I like yeah like what is it or, I, I forgot what I said what was I saying or the I don't know the 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 trains of thought have left <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> funny no sorry oh. we we were talking about <laughs> it's like I only Trisha Paytas why did you why, why did you join Reddit yeah those two and then. I like to do like R for R, just to mm. meet people. None of it usually. Wait, lasts. is that what 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 does that stand for again? Like 
Reddit for Reddit. So you'd put like female for male or, you know what I mean? For like, oh, interesting. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so then what happens after like you hit someone up? Well, you'll post the, um, like your own little intro or whatever, and then it'll, it'll be locked and then people can message you. Oh, have you met some good people there? Yeah, I've met a couple. That's awesome. I would say two really cool people Mm. that I've talked to, but, uh, it's not too bad. I'm really, uh, disappointed with the lesbian community. There's not a lot. Where can I go? I don't know. Also, (laughs) I'm a late bloomer. I realized that I am definitely, I I was trying to understand why these relationships in my past, I totally went off topic. I'm so sorry. We never had a topic. Yeah. Like what? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So you're a late bloomer? Yes. So I was very curious about how and why these relationships with men were never fulfilling. Um, and I didn't understand it. And plus my mom, when I attempted to come out to her in high school, wasn't happy about it. So I just kind of, all I said was like, if I were to fall in love with a woman, I would push away. And then she didn't react that well because I was trying to test the waters. And so I was like, okay. I'm I love that. <laughs> but I was just, at that time I was like, oh yeah, I'm bi. And then like, I got into my first actual relationship with a woman um, and it was everything that I wanted and more. And like, I don't know, I just feel a different connection to them that I think I was supposed to feel this entire time when in relationships with people and you know what I mean? Yeah. And so was it, it healthy? It, yes, it was healthy. It was actually healthy. Yeah. And sadly it didn't last, but you know, people, you know, have to do what they have to for themselves, but yeah, yeah it was, it was the healthiest relationship that I've had. And she said the same. So I'm, I'm going to trust her when she says that, but <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just, I've, it's, I'm, you know, in a new world now, I, I feel like. I Do you feel that. like you're more comfortable in your body and, but, but the thing is you never really, it doesn't sound like you ever actively like suppressed it. You, yeah. You just fell into it and you're like, okay, this is who I am now. Yeah, we're going with this. Well, yeah, and it it feels right. It doesn't feel like how I felt in the past. You know what I mean? I feel like I finally understand myself more because I've finally come out with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it certainly helps that you're an atheist. So you never (laughs) had to. (laughs) And my mom. And none of that religious baggage. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, you know, so I'm in a whole new world. I'm having. And I've talked to like women in the past, but I've never been out. And for me, I didn't want to subject someone to being like hidden at all because that's not fair. Like that's not fair to anyone. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I would talk to these women, but I wouldn't ever like go farther just because I was, I think I also wasn't really ready because obviously I wasn't out at that time, but. Yeah. You said to figure some stuff out. Yeah. I think I still had to, you know. I figure out that. what I was doing. Yeah. You know, I feel like this is a good ending to the, <laughs> to the conversation. It's been an hour and a half. Um, okay, yes. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I realize this is so spontaneous, but thank you uh, so much for, I don't know, listening to me rant and no, letting you me sit down with me. you. Yeah, couldn't stop yeah. talking. 
This is awesome. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Tatiana. I'll talk to you again. Okay. Bye. Bye. Before you go, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please take 15, 20 seconds to leave a nice rating and review. It'll really, really help the show. Also, come say hi and let me know what you thought about it on Knuckleball Podcast on Instagram. I really love to get to know you as well. And maybe, maybe we can be friends. Who knows? (laughs) All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye.